we watched Selfie back in 2017 and decided to tell you now that it wasn't good. So, professional. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. We are controlling transmission. in My Fair Lady? Ooh. No. <laughs> um, Damn, yeah, that would have been a really good opening. Well, opening Welcome oh. to Musty TV! Well, the, um, the rain and the Spain or something, <laughs> that's the only one I know the of. Ra- right, it rains in Spain, so get off the plane. And they keep singing that at her. <laughs> Ellie gets off the plane. Hello, I'm Liam C. Oh. oh no. How is it now? Okay, it's better now. Yeah, I think it's because I was adjusting the microphone. Okay. Hey, I'm Liam Sr. I'm Josh Phillips. And we host a podcast where I, uh, Josh watches the first episode of a canceled TV show, and I watch the last episode of that same canceled TV show. And boy, do we have a special show today. <laughs> and we talk about it, and y'all listen in. It's a podcast called Musty TV. And um, yeah, we, uh, we fucked up. <laughs> fucked up big time what do we watch today josh uh we watched selfie which is kind of infamous because it was canceled before the season was over oof that's rough uh, it was also infinite infamous because it was a really bad re- re-adaptation of my fair lady set in the modern age but wouldn't that be amazing to watch no, because that movie and concept is dated and sexist. <laughs> yeah, well, this show takes us to a whole new fun levels. So. Why don't you tell us about the pilot? All right, I'm going to open with we meet our character, Eliza Dooley. Yeah, such a veiled attempt of, of you know, hiding the fact that it is basically Pygmalion slash My Fair Lady. Well, what's also weird is that they cast... It, so in in the musical, Eliza Dooley is like a Cockney English woman, right? Right, she is a Cockney English woman. And in and in this show, they've casted Scottish actress Karen Gillan, who uh, who has like a very thick Scottish accent, and they make her do this really shitty American accent where it sounds like she's really struggling with what words are. Yeah, yeah. So we open with basically her. It's an inner monologue, and she's saying how. In high school, she was voted most butt, because that's the term for most butt ugly. Yeah, they, we talk about that in the season finale. Of course, because why not hold on to that wonderful joke? And basically, she... Grab explains, on to the cheeky, cheeky joke. Yeah, she explains how she is now uh, insta-famous. I, I was cringing within seconds of the show, and I hated that I ever suggested we watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel bad, too, because I chose it out of the ones you suggested. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was hard to keep up with, too, because it was just so many things. So, we'll just try to get through this. So, she's insta-famous. She's now, like, famous on Instagram and social media, and people like her, and she's always posting, like, half-naked pictures of herself and trying to be popular. She is a salesperson for a pharmaceutical company, and she is the best salesman at this point, or salesperson, we'll say salesperson at this point because uh, uh as one of the uh, characters you know 
crassly talks about, well, no one can resist her in a thong. Are you guys having fun yet? Yeah. <laughs> this is just all like... You enjoying the stuff. TV show yet? A yeah. woman wrote this. A woman wrote this? A woman cre- wrote and created this, yes. Wow, because that for like there's Emily a conversation. Apnick. They're they're on an airplane and the whole sales staff and like the whole company is on this plane. She has been upgraded to first class with her manager, who she finds out is married. Finds out he's married. She gets sick and throws up and then goes to the bathroom with her barf bags. And what do you know? Her barf bags leak all over her. So she's covered in her Ew. own vomit. People are taking pictures. What so the you fuck? See shitty like social media pop-ups coming from their phones. Yeah. What the hell also, is happening? Also, multiple nuts jokes within seconds of this show. Weird. Yeah. They weird. They talked about warm nuts. They talked about hot nuts. Just so That's weird. So she goes into the bathroom. <clears throat> Eventually, the nuts is such a like childish way to refer to testicles. It really is. Like, these jokes felt so sophomoric. Like, yeah, so did so did the ones in mine. Like, Anyways, keep going. So, like, she she ends up leaving the bathroom finally covered in, basically she uses blankets to make her own clothes after she comes out, like, kind of half-naked because her dress and her clothes are covered in her own vomit. She goes back so to her apartment, weird. embarrassed, talks about her hipster-crit neighbor. Yep, that's brilliant writing, hipster-crit. Fun. Yeah. I love it when a show makes up new slang mm-hmm. from dated slang. Well, the hipster friend comes Grimico. back, too. Basically, she hears people like the talking soda. about um, <laughs> a guy, a, a girl cheating on, basically, adultery, like, saying, pretending that she didn't know that uh, the guy was married, and then she thinks they're talking about her, and she calls him out, and they're like, no, we're at a book club. You know, <laughs> real great writing. Wow. Then we go to her apartment where she's lonely after she tries to get any of her friends to come bring her ginger ale, and none of them do because she has no real friends. She sits in a tub and just drinks ginger ale. Okay. This is a TV show. This is a TV show. This is a television show that someone wrote, and like a crew had to build a set for Karen Gillan to poorly drink ginger ale. And somebody. Sorry, I thought I love Karen Gillan, and I thought she was so awful in this. No one's good in this. And then yeah. uh, so many, someone designed all these shitty, crappy social media pop-ups that come from people's phones because you need to see them happening in front of you, <laughs> which is so dumb. I hate that trope. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so the next day they're at a board meeting. She sneaks in hoping no one will remember the awfulness that just happened in front of her or all of her coworkers. They put a barf bag on her chair. They remember, and she's sitting at this meeting while her boss tells her, I wish I was making up this next part because it is so, like, this is just beyond bad. Basically, the boss is telling everyone, we recently had to recall this nasal spray we sell because it it, it caused, and I quote, satanic hallucinations. Okay, I don't get it. I don't get why. Th- these aren't jokes. No, no. But basically. What is happening? We learned that jo- John Cho, or Henry, has the rebranding gift because he's now remarketed this nasal spray because they fixed the bugs and gotten people to buy it again. And Eliza realizes he can fix me because the whole premise of this show That's is how people work. man can fix me. She's dumb as a stump. I feel like the show just goes out as way to be like, look how dumb this girl is. I still, uh, I'm still baffled that you told me it was created and written by a woman because it just feels so yep. like 
Let's, sexist. Yeah, let's jump back 50 years. And also by someone who does not understand social media no, as well as no, they think they do. No, I don't think so either. So, basically, we also learned that uh, Henry, who is going to rebrand her, is a bit of a stick in the mud. The boss specifically says, make sure you bring a date to my daughter's wedding, because it's weird when you show up alone. You gotta bring a date to the most happiest day of my life, the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah. Also openly kisses him on the mouth and says, I hear Asian men don't like that. I'll send you an article. No reason. No reason. Wow. Oh, I'm glad that they found time to be racist, mm -hmm. too. Oh, yeah, there's a few racist jokes that happen within this. Good. Good. I was worried her, there wouldn't be. Her opening line, or basically after she tells John Cho what she wants, one of her lines is, if you don't like me, change me. How terrible is that for anyone to have Ugh. to say? And he just, he gets all excited about it. Like he's got a boner to change people. It's like, oh, yeah, I could change your packaging. Literally referring to a person. Make you softer palate. To make, what? Yeah, he refers to her clothes as slutty. Like, it's just awful. But because he, like, is willing to help her, and then she's like, well, you'll listen to me, everything I say, and she's like, well, no backdoor stuff, because we needed an anal sex joke there. Sure. Because, and then, of course, her witty, witty oh, well, her comment back to his, well, you must be gay, because if you don't want to have sex with someone, you have to not be attracted to that gender, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Next morning. This show is just dumb for me. I'm like, for you, it was fucking offensive. Yeah, it, it gets worse. I'm not done with the offensive. Jesus Christ. How is it getting worse? Okay, let's go. Fuck. Okay. Next morning, uh, they meet. Uh, I mean, it's basically a sassy kind of down to earth. Charmonique, right? Uh, yep, Charmonique. They meet her. Or, well, we meet yeah. her, and she's saying, and John Cho basically tells Eliza, Have you ever actually asked her how she is because she greets everyone when they walk in and of course she never has she just basically tells her about her life and so she makes her he makes her basically all right talk to her ask her how she is and then he asks her like some questions kind of like gauge her and one of them was like what confuses you and so we're like you know we've jumped on racism we've jumped on slut shaming oh let's you know what we haven't done body shaming her comment Good. fat skinny jeans or sorry plus size Weird. skinny jeans I don't get it. I don't get it either. I just feel super uncomfortable. <laughs> so then they go to the wedding. She dresses all nice after she has her hipster crit neighbor do a make under. Yes. They have to call a it make a make under. under. Because of Good course, God. like people who don't wear a ton of makeup or dress less flashy, no offense to either class, but of course it's a make under. You know, Weird. which just insult everyone. And, uh, yeah, her, it just seems like this is an unhappy show. Yeah, her hipster neighbors start singing Lady Gaga, and you're like, oh, they're going to bust out into it. No, they have to make it sure. hipstery, so they have to bring a ukulele along. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. So basically, they have the make-under. John shows Caesar, and he doesn't admit that he thinks he's, she's gorgeous, and he, obviously you can tell he likes her, because now she's wearing less makeup. She took out her butt falsies and breast falsies. Yes. Oh, and she had a t-shirt that said selfie. Jesus fucking... Cause yeah, of course she did. Because beat you on the head enough. So they go to the wedding, and then she starts to feel all, like, lonely, because during this really terrible wedding vow, where literally it's said, you're the, you're just smeared my bagel. Because it's fun to Kill have me. a black woman tell a little Jewish guy. I, in fact, it's... Uh, Kill me. It's Sam... 
I can't think of the actor's last name, but he was on Freaks and Geeks. Um, um, Sam, right? Yeah, yeah. Sam Levine. Anyway, yeah, Sam Levine. Yeah, so it's him, and so they make these basically just really cheesy, and then she gets all the feels, as she later says, and thinks about when, when she was lonely in high school and how she'd play on her phone. And what do you know? She starts playing a game, and guess what? It interrupts the wedding. Then her and John show have a fight. She calls him a coxcomb. Yes. From the actual... That is from... It's, if it's not in Pygmalion, it's definitely in My Fair Lady. Oh, I forgot that this is all based on the play Pygmalion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have a fight, you know. The next... Uh, she, she rocks away because he insults her and she insults him, calls him lonely, says, I, you see you're trying to use me as a date and... Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. No one cares. I don't like any of these characters. I don't care. I don't care. The next day, she goes that's to how, That's what I was saying work. during my episode. I was just like, I don't care about this. Yeah. She goes to work. She meets Charmonique's son, who, of course, is also a little sassy, because, of course, he has to be. He's the black character, and they just assume that must be their type. And then she realizes oh, she cares about him. She's talking. And so she runs to John Cho's house to try to make up for it, and they apologize and they play a terrible cover of uh i forget the name of the song from greece but the one uh i've got chills like it is they're multiplying yeah it is and terrible. i'm losing it's just uh oh, god basically they apologize and then they kind of make a sex joke and he's like no i don't want to do because you don't make it se- it's terrible they talk about rain i'm done this episode sucked the show sucks <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, uh, I'm going to tell you guys about the series finale. Have you ever watched something for your favorite actor, but then afterwards you realized it wasn't worth your time? Well, our time is worth nothing. I'm Katie. And I'm Lenny. And together we host the Filmographers. Every month we pick an actor and watch everything they've done. Then we report back to you so you know everything to decide if it's worth your time. So check us out on the Major Cast Network or wherever you find your podcasts. New episodes the first week of every month. All right. So it starts with her, Eliza, in, in, in a flashback. She's playing the recorder to nobody. And then she gets invited to Corinne. Right? She gets invited to Corinne McCormick's sleepover, but she's the most popular girl in school. But all the friends pick on her and cut her hair during her sleep. Then we see her get ready in modern times, now that she looks like Karen Gillan, uh, and it takes her three hours to get ready because she has to do all these crazy things with hair and makeup, and she sleeps through a women's business brunch. Oh, no. How could she do that, Liam? Well, you see... It took, takes her so long to get ready that she she's just such a fuck up. She's a woman. John Cho, John Cho nags at her and he's like, "You got you could have found a female role model in there." And she's like, "I thought you were my role model." And he's like, "No, mentor maybe." <laughs> um, they have no chemistry. No. Uh, so he goes to his room to his office and he's like. This is this book on Dave Thomas got me through high through college, and she notices that on the back is like a van sticker, and she's like, "Oh my god, did you used to skate?" And he was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I skateboarded pretty well," and he's like, "But you need to find a mentor, a role model, because I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> and um, 
she tries to ask Charmonique, who flat out just says no. Please tell me they should. And then we finally get. We'll get to it. And uh, she gets rejected by Charmonique. So Charmonique uh, basically goes up to John Cho and's like, Eliza told me that you used to skateboard. Uh, my son, who has hypertension and sleep apnea or something? <laughs> I don't get it. He wants to learn how to skateboard. You have to do it. Well, they, and, they um, did talk about in the first episode how she her son keeps her up all night, but they didn't say why. There you go. Um... So yeah, Charmonique's basically like, teach my son how to skateboard. Meanwhile, Eliza's like, oh look, I found my old bully on Instagram. I think she could be my role model. And John Cho's like, that's a really bad idea. She seems really mean. And Karen Gillan's Scottish accent keeps fucking trying to climb out and say like, <laughs> hello there, it's me, Karen Gillan. <laughs> Eliza Dulles from Scotland. Glasgow. Doctor Who. Yeah, Karen Gillan is also just her character super fucking unlikable. Ugh. Anyways, they're gonna go crash Corin's uh, cookbook reading. Meanwhile, John Cho tries to teach this kid how to skateboard by giving him a skateboard history lesson. Oh god! A bunch of teens skateboard by and point at John Cho and call him a poser. And they're like, "You want to really learn how to skateboard? You got to come to the skate park." And the kid's like, "Yeah." Anyways, they go to the reading. And it turns out, oh my god, Corinne McCormick stole Eliza's whole sad story of being the unpopular girl who was mo voted most butt. Most butt. I'm glad they come back. Yeah. And has used that story to sell her own cookbook. Karen Gillan makes a big scene and then a, a security escorts her out. And then she tries, has this whole monologue where she's like, I, I'm a better person now and I'm getting reminded she stole my story and it's like I don't give a fuck and then all of a sudden we're at Eliza's apartment and she's not sad anymore and then she's sad again I think she has like bipolar disorder <laughs> and she should go see a doctor and she's addicted to ginger ale she goes to the park to bully Corin, uh, but it turns out that Corin is like, mm, no, see, I had to use your sad story because you wouldn't know what to do with it so then John Chow and her just insult her and leave of course, it sounds perfect uh, John Cho skates at a skate park with teens, uh, and he, they're like, no, you gotta have no fear. And he's like, no fear, and he breaks his arm skateboarding, but he did it. Uh, Corin's book is going around the office, and it doesn't bother Eliza, because she's like, I have a hot boyfriend now, and I'm cool. Is she dating and him? she puts on, yeah, she's not John Cho, she's dating some other white dude at the company. Oh. Um, uh... So then she, like, cuts her hair and puts on her glasses, and her boyfriend's like, what? You look crazy. He's, like, southern for some reason. I don't know. Whatever. Why not? So then John Cho is hanging out with fucking skating teens, and he, they sign his cast, No Fear, and then they're like, dude, who is that redhead that was it with you? Is she your girlfriend? He's like, nah, nah, nah. She's just my friend. And then he goes, but I did see her naked once. And they're like, nice. Wait, but you didn't hook up with her? And he's like, no, I guess we're just... Huh. And then it just starts showing clips from the show over music of, like, them interacting. And it's John Cho realizing that he's in love with her. And then he's like, next time, teens. Next time. And then it ends. It's fucking garbage. The music in this show, so fucking heavy. So bad. If they didn't have music in the show, it would just, ugh. It would just feel so empty. Because, like, every second they had to have some, like, pop song playing. It was ridiculous. All right, Josh. Is this worse than Moesha? This made me madder than Moesha. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Is this worse than Saban Presents Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Hour? Yes. This is one of the worst things uh, Josh, I've ever seen, Liam. Josh, was this worse than Designing Women? 
Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's hard. Hey, men who work on television shows, st- stop trying to ruin... Sh- stop making shows about women. You're not good at it. Yeah. Like, you've never been good at it's it. The focal point. I don't know what producers came in and, like, fucked with Emily Apnick's script, but, like, this was garbage. This was one of the worst shows we've ever seen. Yeah. This is the second worst show after... It goes, like, Designing Women, this, and Caroline in the fucking oh, City. Oh, Caroline in the City. Yeah, I mean, if the focal point of your show, and this is modern times, is that you have to be fixed by a man, it's fucked up. Yeah, if that's the focal point of the show, you dump fucked up. Like, do... Like, maybe there's a reason My Fair Lady and Pygmalion aren't as well-known as they are anymore, because they're, like, not really great stories. I mean, it's... Taming of the Shrew, the classic Shakespearean play, isn't done as much. Or and now, or if it does, it's had reinterpretations where it's done more as dramatic because it's also kind of fucked up. Yeah. Anyways, this was awful, and I apologize for us breezing through it, but like, this is just such trash. It's. Anyways, yeah. now time for our next segment. Don't watch that. Watch this instead. Josh, what you been watching? Uh, I, well, I guess I'll jump on that same bandwagon everyone else will to jump on. I started season two of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. I finished it yesterday. I haven't finished it yet, but I really enjoy what I watched. I just, I'm in the process of trying to find a new home and moving, so I haven't had a lot of time. Yeah. What about you, besides Stranger Things? Um, I've been re-watching The Great British Bake Off, and if you want to watch the most wholesome television of your life, do it. We're talking about the show that will lift you from the depths of despair and just make you feel wonderful. I, I yeah. could talk forever about that show because... It's 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 maybe the greatest reality t- television well, show And it maybe. shows why American, like, because I like cooking shows and, like, some of these shows because I like to bake, but, like, those shows are mm-hmm. also, like, competition-driven and they're all, like, you have to have, like, sassy comments, like... And they don't have nearly the fucking technical skill that anyone on the Great British Bake Off has. Agreed. Some of the cakes they make in the show are fucking absurd. It's incredible. uh, I love that show. So yeah, go watch that. Mm -hmm. Fuck Selfie. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hey, uh, make sure you listen to the new shows on the network. Uh, Eric McAdams, host of Big Time Whoopsie, and I have a new show called Sunday Morning Hangover Cure that's coming out later this month. We're really excited about it. Uh, King Me... Uh, Tom Lockney's new Stephen King podcast is coming out is out already. You should go listen to that. There's a new filmographers that's out right now. So there's a lot of good content on MCN. I've got some new stuff coming down the pipes. Josh, you got anything to plug? I do not have anything to plug. Just uh, check out the network. Check out the page. Check out our shows. Yeah. Cool. And uh, remember, guys, change that fucking channel. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. Oh, it must be TV. It's musty TV. It's musty TV. Ooh. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.